0: Looking to start a podcast of your own? This year, Podcast Movement, the world's largest podcaster conference, will be in Chicago. Learn more at PodcastMovement.com and use code CPC to save $30 off registration.
1: It is the Chicago Verse Podcast on the Dynasty Podcast Network, featuring interviews with Chicago's premier artists and industry and creatives and culture leaders. Hosted by Haima Black, welcome to Chicago.
0: Right on. So, hi, black. I am here with Feline from Chicago. I don't know if I should use your real name. If we don't use your real name, if it's kind of a Batman thing, if it's like a secret identity, but Feline.
1: Um, yeah. Does that work? Cool. Great, yeah.
0: Right on. Um, so, that is your artist name. And to kind of give a little bit of background, you and I met out in the Chicago scene like a year or two ago. Mm-hmm. We connected online And it's been this kind of thing on my end. Now, I'm sure you were not like, man, at some point I got to connect. But I started seeing all the things that you were doing across the city and music and in a lot of really cool art spaces. And I kept thinking to myself, like, man, like, we have got to get her on the podcast. So to me, this feels very long overdue. And I'm really happy that you're up here tonight.
1: Oh, thank you so much. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I feel the same way. (laughs) Frankly. <laughs> I'm sure um, you were sitting at home being like, when is <laughs> Dynasty
0: Podcast going to call me? Yeah, that's nice. Not- yeah, well, I mean,
1: I, I can say the same about Dynasty. It feels like there's a wonderful range of artists that have been on the podcast. I'm glad to be one of them now.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Thanks. One of the things we're doing with our, uh, you know, so we celebrated our 10-year anniversary recently in August, and yeah. coming out of that, what we wanted to really focus on is, I looked back and I was like, man, there's so many artists that we haven't gotten to have on yet, and the artists we have had on are amazing and incredible. They're our friends. We love them. But some of them, we were like, man, it's like the sixth or seventh time we've talked to you. I'm like, we got to start bringing in some of these people that we haven't talked to yet to complement the artists we have. So, again, you were at the top of the list of people that I really wanted to connect
1: with. Oh, thanks so much. Yeah. Glad to be here.
0: So, you know, I, I have questions about kind of, I guess, how you do, what you do, and mm-hmm. what you do, and all those things. Well, let's start at the beginning, I guess. When and where did music really come into your life?
1: Um, very early, um, kind of when I was a super young baby. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, there's so many things I can say. Um, when I was born, my first sort of bed was at this cradle on top of two speakers that my dad would like listen to amazing music in Lithuania. Yeah. Um, like lots of disco and like, I don't know early 90s vibes even older vibes um so much stuff so I guess I was exposed to it at a very early age and loved it (laughs) enough to like continue it throughout um my life I don't know and then it kind of went through a lot of different phases I started singing then I started playing piano taking piano lessons um and then eventually I took some guitar lessons ended up dropping them, taught myself what I thought guitar was. I'm seeing a lot of things tonight <laughs> from,
0: you know, our interviewees about just, you know, being self-taught and just going for it.
1: Yeah, totally. I think that's, uh, that's the way to do it. I mean, that's the only way I know how. It seems like it's been successful so far, you know, it's kind of like the, the thought of do what makes you happy Yeah, and you'll be happy. <laughs> Or at least you'll feel like you're trying.
0: I mean, it seems like, it seems obvious, but it's amazing, you know, hearing you. And we just had Bernie Love. It's really inspiring to hear both of you guys talk about just like going for what you know you were put here to do, you know?
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's definitely something for me that feels natural. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So I think something that's really interesting about you as an artist in Chicago is that, again, also like Bernie Love, who was on before you, the term artist really encompasses a number of different things for you. It's not just, I, I feel like it's limiting to call you just a musician. Does that mm-hmm. seem fair?
1: Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, do do, do other things, yeah. Um, but I guess mostly what I'm doing now is like encompassing all of the things that I like to do mm-hmm. and have been working on kind of into music, kind of like finding um, a way to braid them all yeah. into one thing, like combining uh, my like theater background and performance art background into music, into my stage show, yeah. into my kind of like visual, I don't know.
0: Yeah, but I mean, so let's kind of break some of this down because your your stage show and your online content, it's very theatrical. It's mm-hmm. It's very purposefully done, it looks like. I mean, bring us into what all goes into... Your presentation.
1: Yeah. Um, thank you for saying that. Um, that's really nice to hear. I mean, for me, a lot goes into kind of sculpting this world, um, that is feline. Um, I don't know. For me, it's something that's like clean, simple, a little bit, Future but nostalgic. Mm -hmm. Um, Something that feels like a girl stuck in a virtual world, like with a grid in the background, just like dealing with life. Yeah. (laughs) Um, There's a lot of white. There's a lot of white. When you said clean,
0: it's it's very white.
1: Mm -hmm. There is a lot of white. Um, I mean, I guess these are things that specifically I like I -hmm. find aesthetically pleasing and somehow they seem to work with the the music that I'm making and kind of the um the content that comes out of what I do it just feels like both of those kind of fit together um in terms of like being minimalistic yet sharp and kind of like throbbing meaningful I don't know they just seem to fit together And I never want to – I don't know. Even with, like, um, branding and, like, imaging, to me it's always seemed more fitting to keep it minimal instead of, like, put um, some sort of, like, really daring logo on what I do.
0: Well, you know, for anybody who's, like, listening or watching this on the live stream who's thinking, like, okay, that sounds really interesting – they can see examples of this online. Like, I know the, what is it, the needs video yeah. really demonstrates this. So, if you Google fee lion and the way that's spelled is F E E space, space, lion, like the animal, and then needs, they yeah. can see an example of your right. presentation, right?
1: Yeah, totally, totally. It's the music video where there's this like giant, um, Geodome Mm -hmm. and, like, a collection of dancers dressed in white, kind of, like, also in this world that we're talking about, this, like, um, computeristic, like, artsy, clean world, just, like, doing um, a series of, kind of, like, contact improv movement.
0: And how did you develop this? How did you decide that that was going to be kind of the look... An aesthetic that you were going to execute Like was that always in your head Or did it really develop over time
1: Yeah that specific project w- Went through a lot as well Kind of like lots of um, Hills and also um, <laughs> Valleys If you <laughs> will um, But yeah I mean I guess the vision Was always there for it to be uh, Specifically um, Clean And white kind of like pristine Um and then, I guess, j- just all of the little, the journey that the project went through led to this idea of, you know, humans trying to interact within some sort of sculpture that was interfering human connection.
0: That's that's amazing. Oh, thanks. <laughs> so, one of the things that's really interesting about your work is that the... I don't know if origins is the right word or support is the right word, but it has a lot of connection and backing in two things from what I've read online is uh, Solonathon and University of Chicago. Is that correct?
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, Solonathon was one of the first things um, that, I mean, honestly, Solonathon kind of saved my life when I was at a really low point. Um, And I just found this, like, amazing community of artists and uh, of all sorts of kind of backgrounds and um, talents and preferences and all of this stuff um, at Salonathon. And uh, Jane Beachy, who runs Salonathon, Mm -hmm. uh, really just kind of opened her arms and, like, (laughs) engulfed me into this amazing world. And so yeah I mean, it's for me, it's been a year and a half that i've been uh, perform that I've known Jane that I've been performing with Solanathon um on monday nights, yeah and so then also through Solanathon. I was a part of that. Um, we had a salonathon summer residency at the U University of Chicago.
0: That's amazing! Like, yeah, and what it is was all
1: through that? Mm-hmm. What does that
0: mean to have a summer residency where, like, you have this creative community that connects to a large scale university oh. and bring us into that? Because when I read oh that coming from Cal, like, I teach at Columbia, and I was like, that yeah. sounds so intriguing and exciting.
1: Well, I mean, I cried the first time that we walked into the building and we saw. All of these amazing resources that we had to use, I cried because I never I, I didn't go to college, I didn't like right. I didn't have any of that. Um and it was just so overwhelming and like rewarding to dream to, to know that I can use this.
0: What kind of <laughs> what kind of like what were some of the resources they had?
1: Yeah, so we had um Basically, I mean, the whole building. So the building is the Logan um, Arts Center, Mm -hmm. I think. Uh, Don't quote me, but like Logan Center for the Arts, I think is what it's called. And this amazing woman, Heidi Coleman, was showing us everything that we have. And basically we had this room that was kind of like a, black box Mm -hmm. stage also had like rigs for um like silks and circus arts stuff had um like incredible technological capabilities like we ended up using multiple projectors in there did some like um kind of like diy projection mapping in there i mean i had all of my music um hooked up to their uh I don't know, system.
0: Right, right, right. Um,
1: they like PA system and was able to also like have like a little Britney Spears earpiece, you know, and like...
0: The dream. I know. It was
1: incredible. <laughs> it was so incredible. And it was, it all happened in one room. So like we were able to use the resources from um, the whole building to bring it into one room and really transform the space. It was no longer a rehearsal space, but like an immersive environment sounds like
0: an artist's dream though
1: yeah it was so crazy yeah
0: now reading up on you online there Mm -hmm. um there are a few great interviews with you one of them is vice and i want to talk about that in a second Mm -hmm. because the vice piece to me feels very defining very encompassing um that was the the kind of Mm -hmm. read i got in it but the other one was i believe with cusp magazine
1: oh yeah
0: yeah and um i think artists are always surprised and like oh you did your homework but I always, yeah. <laughs> I always try to do that when I, like, talk yeah, to anybody awesome. because, you know, I think I've seen interviews where the people don't do their homework. And they're just like, so, what's, what's it like being yeah. mm-hmm. music? Yeah. I appreciate it, yeah. Um, I appreciate you doing the thing that journalists are expected to do. Yeah, right? so yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So reading this interview, I think that was the one where you were talking about kind of uh, being in New York for a bit. And it didn't sound like mm. it was a good fit. And then coming to Chicago and really finding yeah. that a lot more welcoming. So I guess as an independent artist, as a DIY artist, um, mm-hmm. what, what is it meant to be in Chicago? What are the advantages of being an independent DIY artist in Chicago? Like, what does this city give to you?
1: Um, it feels like home. It feels like a really great, um, foundation. Um, I think that people here are very supportive of each other and are willing to work together to kind of like all go to one place in Mm -hmm. the end whereas like in New York I didn't really feel that I mean I was also given like at a really in in a hard place like trying to understand what the city was trying to understand what I was doing and how it was fitting into being in that specific city. Um, and so I don't know, maybe I didn't spend enough time there. Maybe it was the right or the wrong timing for me to be there. But I I never felt that New York was supportive of what I was doing, or like people that were doing the similar thing weren't necessarily supportive, but instead were like clawing <laughs> to right. get somewhere instead of like boosting
0: there's so many more people and I think you're right like if you can find the right community in Chicago which it sounds like you have with Salonathon with the the UFC project and everything else you're doing and the the strong DIY community here Mm -hmm. I think Chicago can be a very um, supportive place
1: totally yeah I Um, mean so far it's been super rewarding being here
0: who are some other artists, venues um, you know elements of the city and and the community that you've connected with
1: Um, I mean, Empty Bottle is one of the most amazing places. It's Brown Zero. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So I've been really lucky to have played some shows there and just, um, I don't know, that room is really special. Mm -hmm. You're like, so many... Yeah, right. Um, and for me, there's really, really no room like it in Mm the city. I mean, I've played multiple different ones. Not all of them, but, uh... That's really special. I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm. I don't know that this just felt like a good time to mention that I'm playing another big room um, in Where's January that? at Metro. Metro. So, it, when
0: you were, I, when you were talking about Empty Bottle uh-huh. in my head, I was thinking like to me, Empty Bottle, Shubas, and Metro are yeah. the kind of legendary yeah. spaces. There's a million yeah. great venues in Chicago, but right. those are the ones yeah. where legends have graced the stage, and, and mm-hmm. it's just been a, a different experience. Yeah. 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 So you're playing Metro in January. What's the event with that?
1: Um, so it's a part of the Tomorrow Never Knows Festival, mm-hmm. which is really cool. I mean, there's lots of stuff happening throughout. Um, I think Shuba's is a part of it, too. Lincoln yeah, Hall a is a part of it. it. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so I'm playing with Wild Bell. That's huge. Yeah, I'm so excited. Like, they seem so amazing. I haven't met them yet, but just, like, what I'm hearing about them is so special. Their music is amazing. I'm, like, excited that they're... Chicago, too. I had no idea. Yeah, they have a
0: connection to Chicago, absolutely, I I think, from earlier on.
1: Uh Uh-huh.
0: And then you have a record that has been discussed, like a, you know, it's mentioned Mm, in the Vice piece.
1: Secret. Yeah, uh-huh.
0: Let's touch on the Vice piece, then we'll talk about the record. Sure, Um, sure, sure. But the Vice piece that came out... What imprint was that on under Vice? Mm Because there's all these different umbrella sites for Vice.
1: Yeah, so it was a part of, um, it was published under the Creators Project. That's right, yeah. Which is like more arts and uh, there's like a lot of performance art on there. Kind of like lots of visual art and stuff. Um, So that was really cool. Um, The same day... Um, I guess it's not really bad. But, um, so yeah, it was basically on the uh, summer residency with Solanathon at UFC mm-hmm. and the Chicago Performance Lab, um, which I did with uh, my creative partner, Kendra Miller. Mm-hmm. And there was a lot of people that were a part of our team. And so basically Kendra and I um, uh, were working together to make this like interactive room that I was talking to you about earlier and, um, that what the uh, presentation turned out to be was like a live performance of my new work Mm -hmm. along with, um, it was kind of like a one-act piece with like um, spoken word happening in there, some like uh, beautiful uh, dancing that Kendra and um, Al Evangelista choreographed. Um, They're a part of Walkabout Theater, which is like, another amazing part of Chicago that I am linked to in some way. Um, And so they, you know, brought in dancing. Um, There was, like, another um, woman, Christine, who we worked with um, that flew in from New York to work on this um, University of Chicago piece. And so there's, like, a, a projection of her and then, like, some sound recordings of her. And everything kind of, like, has to deal with being a woman in this like, technological age, dealing with the internet, dealing with internet love, dealing with um, all of that.
0: Everything that comes along with the internet. Yeah, yeah. just like, yeah.
1: what a crazy world. Uh, <laughs> it's really messed up. Um, but so the Vice piece was basically about that project yeah. and kind of like the stems and seeds of things that I was working at on... At the time, which for me was, you know, making new music, incorporating a laptop to my set, not for music, but for visuals. Mm -hmm. And so I was basically working on this idea of how can I manipulate my own visuals and have them be kind of like a subconscious um, reflection of what I'm thinking while playing, being shown behind me.
0: Sometimes. Kind of this,
1: like, um, inception kind of thing <laughs> happening there.
0: Yeah, no, that's a, good, that's that's a good way of describing it. But I thought that the Vice piece did a really good job of really digging deep. You know, there's, just like anything, there's good music journalism, there's bad music journalism. Mm, and yeah. there's music journalism that's pretty surface level, and that really, clearly did its homework, really delved into the, in my opinion, the real spirit of what you were doing, and really provided some Thank real you. insight to it. Thank
1: you. Thanks um, so much.
0: And so one of the other things it talks about is the record. It's called Carbon Copy, or at least according to the article.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, what can you tell us about that? Because it's not out yet.
1: It's not out yet. So what is out right now is a demo of that, which is um, missing a few songs that are unfinished yet. But um, and that, I, I haven't put anywhere. I just like have copies of it that I sell in person. Mm-hmm. So it's like if you come to my show, you can get a secret copy of the demo.
0: That's good incentive.
1: Yeah, totally. Totally. Yeah. Um, so, but um, it's, in, it's in the works. I have, I'm like finishing up the last three songs that will be on there. Um, I don't know. I'm excited about it. I um, have been using a lot of new gear or specifically one new gear piece, which is um, a sampler. Mm-hmm. Um, and I got a couple of new drum machines, so I'm like using that in the album, which I'm excited about. It still sounds like raw and pretty um, minimal, but it's it's different than what I've put out before. Um, and Dan Foley, maybe you know him of Bathhouse, helped me do the demos, and you know we're kind of continuing to craft those songs um, and yeah. record them. And I mean. They should be out and ready by the springtime.
0: Right on. Well, I would love to connect again in the spring yeah. when the record's out. Absolutely. Um, do another interview. And I hope people who are listening to this or watching this check out the live show because it just, I haven't seen you perform live, but seeing the videos, reading about it, it just sounds like an incredible, very immersive multimedia experience. Oh, thanks. So it's really exciting. Yeah. Feline. Where can people follow you online?
1: So um, my Instagram is one eight hundred feline. Yeah. F e e l i o n, um, and then Bandcamp feline.bandcamp.com. There's a Facebook too. Um, there's a Twitter. There's a Tumblr. So all that, all stuff. that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Right on. Um, well, again, this was overdue. I'm really glad we got to have you yeah, on, and same. let's Thank definitely you so much. connect. Uh, in
1: 2016. Yeah, definitely. Awesome. Thank you. you. (laughs) You've been listening to a production of Dynasty Podcast. Find more Dynasty Podcast at DynastyPodcast.com. For the dynamic dynasty, Dynasty Descend.